live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Doctor Douchebag, Crash Gladys, getting crash position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off three. Well, Freak Nation, your Super Bowl is at 52, is set the Philadelphia Eagles and now your New England Patriots. After that first game, the Patriots versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. What a disappointment. Holy smokes. Statman, your boy Nick Foles will be calling the signals for your Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Patriots. My boy, my Eagles, what's that about? I don't know, man. You, well, you just, are you, you just let put it on neutral and just let it roll out there, don't you? Damn, man. <laughs> you going off of Jay Busby's tweet? Which is? It was hysterical because there is a striking resemblance between Eagles quarterback Nick Foles and retired, well, missing NASCAR driver Carl Edwards. He said Carl Edwards did retire, changed his name to Nick Foles, and took the Eagles to the NFC Championship. You will not convince me otherwise. That's how they roll here in the Freak Nation. Jay Busby of Yahoo Sports. Carl Edwards making it to the Super Bowl 52. Stranger things have happened. Former Arizona Wildcats quarterback Nick freaking Foles is going to the Super Bowl. And what's even better about this, Statman, don't know if you caught this, Freak Nation, not sure if you saw this, that Philadelphia, they've crisco they've lubed up the telephone poles, so (laughs) now that the Eagles have won and making it to Super Bowl 52, they cannot climb telephone poles. They can't climb light poles. (laughs) How about that, Statman? How, How would you like to have that as your gig? Hey, hey, buddy. Uh, we need you to go out and lube uh, lube up about a half a dozen uh, light poles before the Philadelphia Eagles win this uh, NFC Championship. Well, if they made that decision, that came after a memo from the police department on Friday that said they couldn't guarantee that anyone in the downtown area after the game was going to be safe. That from the uh, Philadelphia PD. Oh, my God. That came out of someone's mouth? That came on a memo from the police department. They couldn't guarantee the safety of anybody in downtown Philadelphia after the game. We travel so much here in the Freak Nation that I get a lot of travel emails. And one of my American Airlines travel emails was that travel agents in Minneapolis were telling their people that basically they were booking flights to Philadelphia to be very careful. They cannot guarantee their safety either. How about that? A team that has a freaking jail cell at the base of their freaking stadium is going to Super Bowl 52. Why does that surprise? That should not be surprising given the temperament of this planet or the temperament of this country right about now that Super Bowl 52 is going to have a team that has a freaking jail cell at the base of their damn stadium. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Your phone number, 800-878-7529. That's 800-878-PLAY to join us here in the Freak Nation. You can also hit us up on Twitter at Speed Freaks, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Coming up, this guy with one of the most legendous moves, certainly 
the most legendous move last year, uh, if not all, in motorsports. Yeah, I'll see where we can pick them up. He's just finishing the lap. Look side by side for the lead into the corkscrew. It's a classic overtaking maneuver, and Rainer van der Sande has gone through. But it's not all over yet, as Dan Cameron tries to come back but can't make it. Regardless, one of the greatest moves you'll ever see, just before you enter the corkscrew there in Monterey, Maserace with Laguna Seca, that guy, Ringer van der Zandy, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation, who, by the way, joined us after that race win last September. Crash, oh, without right? question, when we were live from Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca, and he did join us there. And if you go to his Twitter account, he actually still has a <laughs> pinned tweet of a picture of that corkscrew pass at Laguna Seca, and he says, I've always liked Zanardi. <laughs> Which, of course, Zanardi made that pass on Brian Hurd, a pretty famous IndyCar, gosh, 97? Back in the day. We're getting Vegas. set for the Daytona 24 hours, and, of course, he's going to be running the Daytona 24 hours. Statman Crash, yours truly, we're going to be there next weekend. So, Ringer van der Zandy will be joining us coming up in about six or seven minutes. Alfa Romeo to IndyCar, Danica Patrick is back, or is she, and Dale Jr., to the Super Bowl and the Olympics. Going to talk about that. Cooper Webb gra- grabbed him a 10 spot last night. Anaheim 2, the first of three legs for the Grand Prix or the Grand Slam or the... Triple Crown. Or the Eggs Over Miami, whatever the hell I'm trying to say. <laughs> the Triple Crown. <laughs> uh, and Super Cross, he's going to join us right around 740. Also coming up, Ray Evernham inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame. He's going to be here in the Freak Nation. You don't want to miss that interview. That dude goes deep, man. But first, let's rejoin some of our affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Welcoming in a slew of Freak Nation affiliates to Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. Welcome, Freak Nation. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. We're there for you on Facebook and the website, speedfreaks.tv. Ray Evernham coming in here. Ringer Vandersandy will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Cooper Webb, Supercross star, will be joining us. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You do your best, damn it, to go to continentaltire.com and get your favorite Continental Tire at ContinentalTire.com. Crasher? All right. We talked a little bit about it at the top of the show. Supercross onto a new format. And it takes a double meeting, the triple crown of Supercross. Not only are we talking about three different events, three different cities, but last night itself was its own triple crown, of which three main events, Cole Seeley, Eli Tomac, and Jason Anderson, all winners in the first three mains, giving the overall win then because of Average highest points to Eli Tomac. Now, think about this for a second. Quite a change from Eli Tomac's first Anaheim appearance to kick off the Supercross season just two weeks ago where he finished last. This is arguably the best Supercross season in, at least it's shaping up to be, in the history of Speed Freaks. We've had some damn good ones, too, with Ricky Carmichael battling Jeremy McGrath. We've had some epic ones with Ricky Carmichael and James Stewart and Chad Reed. But this, the way the points are shaping up this year, you better be watching Supercross every Saturday night. The Dakar Rally final stage was yesterday, Saturday the 20th, January 20th. Carlos Sainz, Matthias Walkner, Ignacio Casali, and Edward Nikolev were all class winners. For the overall winner, Carlos Sainz, this was his second Dakar title on his resume. 
Kenny mentioned it, NASCAR, Dale Jr. This is awesome. NBC Sports is taking them to the Super Bowl and to the Olympics. No better way for NASCAR to get some pub with that guy at speaking in other sports and getting NASCAR out in more mainstream audiences. Again, Statman said it many weeks ago. Dale Jr. will do more for NASCAR outside of the cockpit than he ever did inside the cockpit. Danica Patrick, she signed GoDaddy for her Danica double. Of course, the Daytona 500 and the Indy 500 coming up to retire her racing career. And Kenny brought this up as well. Why not Alfa Romeo in IndyCar? Sergio Marcione with Alfa Romeo Fiat Chrysler said, we think about it. Hmm, what does that mean? Freak Nation, coming up, one of the greatest passes in all of motorsports. Ringer Vandersand will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Ray Everham, Hall of Famer, coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Hall Studios. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio, redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
Coming up on 18 years of doing it every Sunday night in the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Speed Freaks on Facebook, speedfreaks.tv, the website. Statman Scat coming up. One of our favorite drivers, maybe one of our favorite persons of all time, Ron Hornaday was inducted to the Hall of Fame. Statman has a scat on that coming up. Speaking of Hall of Fame, Ray Evernham, who was also inducted, also joins us here in the Freak Nation. Cooper Webb, Supercross star, grabbed him a 10 spot last night. Anaheim 2 will joining us here in the Freak Nation. This is his second time to join us with the Freaks in the Lucas Oil Studios. Ringer Vandersandy joined the Freaks. And Ringer, last time you were hanging with us, we were there with you at Monterey, uh, Mazda Raceway, Laguna Seca, and it seemed like that infamous pass on Dane Cameron still has, hasn't settled in, didn't, hadn't settled into you that really that this thing was going to live as long as it has. And now looking at what your Twitter page, you still have a tweet pinned on your Twitter <laughs> page that reminding everybody that you're that dude that passed Dane Cameron there on the corkscrew. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I have to, I have to review that one then, but uh, yeah, for sure. And it was, it was a nice moment. And I think, I think half an hour after that moment, I was sitting with you guys in the studio. So that was pretty cool, right? Yes, it was. Ringer Vandersandy joining the freaks again. He's going to be running with Wayne Taylor racing for 2018 for the IMSA Sports Car Championship. And, again, getting set for the Daytona 24-hour. This never gets old to hear. Yeah, I'll see when we can pick them up. He's just finishing the lap. Looks side by side for the lead into the corkscrew. It's a classic overtaking maneuver. And Ranger van der Sander has gone through. But it's not all over yet. As Dan Cameron tries to come back but can't make it. Down the hill, Ranger van der Sander is pulling away. Now, come on. You, listen, don't you listen to that every night before you go it's to bed? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do. No, no, no. I don't listen to that any, anymore. But I have to admit, I have to admit that there was a few few days that I looked it back over and over again. I was like uh, pretty thrilled about it. And, you know, the thing is with that uh, with that pass is that you, you, you look back at it and you think, was that me? <laughs> but, yeah, but it, uh, it really happened. And uh, it was a good one, you know. Sometimes... Uh, you make those moves. It can also go straight into the fence, but uh, this time it worked out really fine. Ranger, it's been written many times that that was essentially what sealed your fate, what sealed the deal for Wayne Taylor to give you the phone call to say, hey, I want you as the shoe to replace my son. Is that true? Yeah, in a way. I mean, the funny thing is that was a special week. Uh, um, the whole week was special because on the Monday I got a call from uh, from Wayne or we started calling and, um, you know, during the week we started talking and I, I met Jordan a few times and just to, to touch base and see, see if it could be an option to maybe drive together next year. And, uh, um, I went to that truck. You have to be careful right there because it's, uh, obviously you're, you're still with the, with the team and, uh, a team that I really liked as well. Um, but obviously when, when an, uh, a championship winning team, because they were already champion right there, yeah. If they uh, if they call you, you have to take it serious. So I, I I went there and I started talking, and then obviously after the race, when I did that move and we won that, I won that race. They were like, okay, maybe this is the guy to have. So um, um, for sure, it helped a little bit. Well. It's also been written. I mean, Laz Dennis, one of the greatest PR guys in all of motorsports. He's he's pretty certain that your last name. This also helps solidify the deal. Your last name, Vanderzandy. That 
basically translates in Dutch. It translates to Taylor, right? So you're just essentially another family member coming in to drive in Ricky Taylor's shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess so. I guess so. No, it's um, you know, it's a it's it's a funny situation where obviously Ricky is uh, the son of Wayne. Uh, Jordan is the son of Wayne, but Ricky, the son, is leaving. So I have to replace a, a son. You know how how I'm going to do that? How the hell I'm going to do that? But um, on the other hand, I think um, you know uh, they were champions. They uh, I met the team now a few times. They um, they are really good in um, in getting everything sorted to 100% uh, score only. That's what their what their goal is. So for example, uh, during the roar test, our uh, pit stop practice wasn't great enough. Um, I thought it was pretty good, but um, they obviously didn't. So they let me go for two days of driver change practice uh, back in the workshop uh, during this week to, to make it sure it's perfect. So those kind of indications can make it um, can, can can show why uh, why they win championships and why they go for the 100%. But you know, being a being a Van der Zandt or a Taylor, I think it doesn't matter. We need to win the the biggest trophy. That's the goal. Ringer Van der Zandt is in the Speed Freaks pits. Be racing with Wayne Taylor Racing this year and the IMSA starting at the Rolex 24 next weekend ringer you've raced all over the world and there was a time when american sports car racing wasn't taken too seriously but i understand that's changed radically now people want to come here are the fields as deep as they are in some of the international races that you run in i mean it's uh, it's clear that right now this is the biggest championship in sports car racing i mean the wc is a world championship FIA world championship you know that's the word says it, you know, it's a world championship and it's fantastic to be in that. Um, the thing is in IMSA now is that the P2 cars, uh, the, the Cadillac that we are, the Cadillac DPI car, uh, the prototypes, that's a, that's a car that we run in um, for overall victories. And I think that's the biggest change that we have to, for example, in the in the WEC where uh, where it's also big and it's uh, manufacturers involved. But we have we have a lot of manufacturers involved. I'm very happy to to drive for Cadillac. And I think it's um, it's one of the manufacturers that is American, you know. So for a European driver to come over and drive for an American brand like that is uh, is something special. Um, and then you know, I think right now that all the manufacturers getting involved, all the drivers who are calling the American teams now to uh, to, but also the European teams who are joining this championship right now, that just shows the interest and the and the, the right path that IMSA has uh, has has chosen in in the last few years. The sports car has not been on such a high level uh, as it is now. I think the amount of cars that you will see in Daytona is just incredible. Uh, and that's just the prototype class. Uh, if you look at the GT class, it's the same thing. So right now it's booming. And I, I feel right now in my career that I'm on the first time in my career that I feel in the right place at the right moment. You know, you have to you have to have some sort of that moment. And I think being in America for the last few years helps a lot to be in the right place right now with... Uh, with uh, Connie Camanolta and uh, Wayne Taylor. That's a lot to say, Ringer, especially <laughs> with the factory cars, the LMP1s, the big things that suck the asphalt off the ground. Are they? Uh, do we miss those? Do we need to have those to give even more validity to American racing? Yeah, I think you're right. You're right saying that. I mean, the LMP1 cars, it's incredible to drive, incredible technique also that goes into road cars for sure. But uh, I think altogether it got a little bit too complicated. It's The budget has raised a little bit too much. So I think right now that um, people are pulling out of that championship, it just uh, makes our championship even more attractive to jump onto. So 
I think right now, um, uh, I mean, I don't want to talk bad about the WC. It's, it's a great championship. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think that the timing for IMSA right now being with the cars that we run and cost effective, I would say, is the right place to be at. So um, that's really cool to uh, that I can be part of that as well at the right time. Let me sneak one more in here. Ringer van der Zandy. I've heard it said that American drivers might be a little more aggressive than some of the drivers in the WEC, for example, that they'll use the chrome horn to bump you off the track if necessary. Uh, is that is that kind of thing what you welcome, or do you see that in American racing? I like the chrome horn. What did you say, a chrome horn? <laughs> the, the chrome cool. used Use the bumper to knock them off the track instead of a horn. Yeah. Just bump them off with the bumper. Yeah. Yeah. The only groan we have on the car is our stickers, but no, for sure, it's uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a very aggressive championship, and I think one of the, the the main reasons for being so aggressive is the fact that we have so many safety car safety car restarts. Every restart we go into is like a start of of a race. People go crazy for it, you know. So. You're uh, you're going in a 24-hour race, and and the hour the, the second hour you have a restart, and people race like like it's the last bit of the race. So I think you don't see that in other championships because there it's more like uh, one big time trial and getting to the finish. So that makes the American racing very very funny, and it's it's more aggressive because of that because everybody gets into that dogs fight on track every time there's a restart, and I love it. <laughs> Come on, Ringer, i got to hear it one more time. Look, side by side for the lead, into the corkscrew. It's a classic overtaking maneuver, and Ringer van der Sander has gone through, but it's not all over yet. Okay, so we have, collectively, <laughs> let's say, some of the baddest freaking pilots, drivers on the planet. Now, how do we convince people to come out and put their asses in the seats to see this sports car racing? That's been a big issue with sports cars for so long now you get outside the daytona 24 you may have 10 15,000 people show up for a sports car race how can we get you know 60 75,000 people to show up a week in a week out to see this damn racing i mean i think i think it's uh it might be already a little bit changing right now i mean uh, fernando alonso uh, i don't know if you heard that name before but <laughs> he's a world no, championship no Polo one he's coming <laughs> he's coming to our race you know i mean it's uh, paul de resta ex formula one uh uh, who are else there, like Formula One drivers uh, coming in, uh, IndyCar drivers like uh, Castro Navis, Montoya, um, everybody is driving right now in, in, in that championship. So I think I think it will be a little bit booming already. Um, and I think um, I think you're right. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's not been great maybe in the, with that, but I think the racing on TV has been followed quite nicely. And I think I think it will only get more interesting right now with so many cars on track and so many big names in the car. So. Uh, I um I won't be surprised if it's uh, double the figure that you just said in uh, in the first race in Daytona early uh, early um, next week. Ringer, you're of course a Dutch driver, and we know your affinity, I'm sure, for Formula One. But will you get a bigger Jones or bigger kick out of kicking the ass out of NASCAR drivers who are you know worshipped as much here in the states as Formula One drivers are in Europe? Kicking uh, 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 kicking Fernando Alonso's ass or a NASCAR driver for the Daytona 24 hour coming up next weekend? Well, you know, I think if I can make a nice pass on Fernando Alonso, I'll go for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there it is. And that's going to be the new call. That's going to be how you replace your world famous pass of the corkscrew at Laguna Seca last September is you yeah. pass Fernando Alonso just going in far deeper than he does in the bus stop and just kicking his ass. 
Okay, so the bus stop it is, right? Bus stop it is. <laughs> Let's do it then. <laughs> Statman, you got, like better, you, you got a better turn for him to punch Fernando out of the way? <laughs> a better better turn? I need a... I need a chrome bumper, right, for that. <laughs> yeah, you do need a chrome bumper to get around Fernando in, uh, anywhere. You know, but going into the bus stop <laughs> would be cool. Or turn one, that way everybody yeah, could one. see it. Uh, you pass him into turn one. That's where, who was it, Ricky had the move for the to win the race last On year. Yeah, Albuquerque, yeah, though. yeah. So that's you got the you got the uh, the precedent for it to happen there. Yeah, exactly. No, for sure we're going to go for it. And, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, uh, we're there with one mission, and that's winning. And that's uh, winning from all the cars that are racing. So that's including Fernando Alonso this time. So, uh, you know, we're we're going to go for a big, big, big race. And um, there's no um, – we, we put everything in there to, to make sure we're ready. Um, and now it's about uh, getting started and uh, get those uh, – get that Cadillac engine uh, up and started and go for it. Ringer, according to your Wikipedia page, we'll end it with this, that you're the son of 1978 National Dutch Rallycross tramp champion Ronald van der Zandy. But he also was a was he, a, 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 was he a renowned psychologist in in your country? Well, at least in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it says it on the damn – I mean, it's there on your, on your wiki page. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a funny one. Maybe I should uh, change that a little bit, but um, yeah, no, for sure. It's um, he uh, he calls himself all kinds of things, you know. That's the funny thing about it. But uh, no, it's um, he's um, he's um, um, he's not a. I, I always find it hard to pronounce it in English, but uh, he's not a psychologist. How do you say that? that? That's close enough. You're gonna say shrink. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So he's not, but um, no, he. Um, <laughs> He likes old cars, and uh, he did a bit of racing in the past, but it was all—it uh, was not on the level what we are doing here. That's bad. Wait a minute, I've, I've got it. I've got, I know we said it was only one more question, but I got to ask one more. <laughs> not after that. We, on, we fairly have the time. Ringer van der Zandy. Every, every culture around the world, when their mother gets mad and they open the door and they want you to come home, she sprouts <laughs> the whole name. You, we've already got Ringer van der Zandy. What did your mom say when she called you home and she meant business and you dropped everything to get home as soon as possible? <laughs> Shit, I don't know. No, I don't know. Um, um, I, you know, it's it's funny because um, when my friends listen to you guys, for example, on the, on the radio or on TV, <laughs> Ringer van der Zandy, that's, that's one big word, you know? So... I wish he called me like that in the when I was young, you know. But uh, no, I don't know. It's um, it's um, in Holland. It's called it's it's. They say it completely different. Actually, it's Renger van der Zande, but um, that's why uh, I think the pronunciation is uh, a little bit different. But it's good. Ooh, van van der Zande. Long as they say this, baby. Look side by side for the lead into the corkscrew. It's a classic overtaking maneuver, and Renger van der Zande has gone through, but it's not all over yet. Bam! Ringer Taylor. That was good. There it is. Hey, man, we'll see you here in a, in, in a week or so in Daytona, buddy. Sounds very good. Sounds very good. I'll be uh, I'll be there to to see you guys and have fun with the with the rest of the of the show. Got All it. right. Thanks, Ringer. All right. Thanks, you guys. Okay. Bye, bye. Ciao. Freak Nation coming up next. She said, "Well, she was just tired of the drag, the grind, and the drag." 
and the grind. Danica Patrick next, Fox Sports 910. And Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Back in the early days with Speed Freaks, we concentrated a lot on the NASCAR Truck Series, and so many of those winners' calls were with Ron Hornaday, the winningest driver in Truck Series history. He won 51 races and four series championships. Ron was a man. So many NASCAR champions give lip service to their fans, but won't show up to be around their fans unless someone pays them some money. In some cases, they quoted the Freaks tens of thousands of dollars for an appearance. Hornaday, though, would come to the Speed Freaks parties, sit and talk, laugh, drink beer, pose for pictures, sign autographs, and generally do what you do at a party. Have some fun. Hornaday this week was inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Athletes and competitors can't do more than win with the equipment they're given against the people they compete against. Hornaday did all of that in spades. He helped make the series, helped make the freaks. Glad someone else noticed. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. If you're one of the millions of Americans who can't work because of a serious injury or illness, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. It doesn't matter if you've applied before and the government has said no. Let the experienced attorneys at Bill Gordon & Associates help you get the Social Security disability you deserve. Their team of attorneys have been fighting for benefits for people just like you for over 20 years. And best of all, they 
there's no fee until you receive your benefits. There are many conditions that make you eligible, including some you may not even be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Bill Gordon and Associates today for your free no-obligation consultation. See if you qualify for the Social Security benefits you need and deserve. 800-443-4996. 800-443-4996. That's 800-443-4996. Coming up in eight minutes, Cooper Webb, Supercross star, grabbed him a 10 spot, sitting 10th of points in the Supercross Championship 450 class. He's going to be here in the Freak Nation. Danica Patrick on retiring from NASCAR, according to Yahoo Sports. She says, I felt like it wasn't a space I wanted to be in anymore. That sound familiar, Crash Gladys? Are you talking about me? No, no, just how some drivers will be so popular, sport athletes will be so popular, then all of a sudden the rug is pulled out from underneath them, and that's the first thing that comes out of their mouth, that it just wasn't my place anymore, when in essence it just I wasn't able to get the funding that I was hoping to get. Well, this yes, the easy way to look at it is, hey, you pretty much lost your sponsor at the beginning of the 2017 season, Obviously, that was going to create a bunch of negativity in your season and lead to where you are now, not able to find a ride for future seasons. However, at the same time, I can't necessarily think that she was always 100% happy in NASCAR. Regardless of her relationship with, with fellow driver Ricky Stenhouse Jr., I don't think NASCAR was what it was maybe billed to be for her and her career. I think... Financially, yes, that was the right decision for her. But keeping her love of racing, I think she should have stayed with IndyCar all along. Statman, according to Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan Experiences podcast, which the dude gets a million downloads a freaking day, it seems. uh, She was on with him and talked about the 2017 season. She said there was a lot of negativity to some degree, and it feels like a grind a little bit. I felt like it wasn't a space I wanted to be in anymore. I wanted to be in a happy space doing things that bring me joy. I was noticing I was missing that, or I just wanted it more. Where I wanted it more, meaning joy and a space that seemed to be a bit more conducive to really how she was feeling at the time. So you you look at a person like Danica Patrick and her stature, regardless of the wins or losses. I mean, we we see this from our end of covering covering the sport on the peripheral, and we've talked about this for so long. I mean, thirty six freaking weekends a year. Well, the first thing you have to remember is that anyone who's out in the marketplace asking somebody for money, especially when you're asking for money, you're not getting the, you don't, you're not bringing the results to the table that maybe the money you're asking for would demand. You got to temper what she says with a grain of salt. She can't say that she wasn't very good driving the car because that will turn even more people off on both sides of the equation, the fan side and the sponsor side. But I think she's probably right. She's probably made enough money that she could maybe sit out for a year. And if she wanted to do something else, like some broadcasting or something, she could probably 
get in line to do that. But I think you just have to temper everything that not just Danica, but anybody who's out in that marketplace, anything they say is going to be, you have to weigh it against a grain of salt to, to uh, mangle a phrase there. Uh, I don't, I don't think she, um, she probably didn't like it because she wasn't winning. And after a couple of years, people started to make fun of her and that wasn't good for her, for her ego or for her uh, uh, credibility in the marketplace. Crash, if we can find a link to the Joe Rogan podcast, let's put it up on our Twitter page. Well, it's in that Yahoo article, so I'm going to tweet out the link to this article. Because she goes pretty deep in some of these answers. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. And she specifically says, these are going to be my last two races ever. Well, Talking about, uh, hey. The Who retired 20 times. (laughs) (laughs) So did Michael Jordan. Yeah. And Jeff Gordon. Okay, yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, coming up next, Cooper Webb. This dude is solid, man. Uh, would he like to fight a UFC fighter? Or would a UFC fighter like to take home a Supercross championship? I ask him. Next, Speed Freaks Fish Look Soul Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks? Got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. 
Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're back with the Freaks. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman. What's up, Freak Nation? At Speed Freaks and, of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Now joining the Freaks, the first time this dude's been in the Freak Nation. I'm surprised at that, given the fact that we really give a damn about Supercross and Motocross. Dude grabbed himself a 250 title in Supercross in 2015, then did the double in 2016, outdoor and indoor with 250. And then, of course, 27 came along, and Cooper Webb, all this expectation for you, Holmes, and then the injury bug hit. Have you been able to put last year behind you? Yeah, we have absolutely. I mean, it was uh, it was a tough year for sure, rookie year in the 450 class. But like you said, I unfortunately had some injuries, but was on the podium uh, one time, and so you know everything was was not great, but it all worked out. And uh, coming into this year, yeah, we put the past behind us and have a brand new 2018 Yamaha, and uh, came in a lot more prepared and healthy and stuff. So. Looking forward to, to doing a lot better and having some good results. Cooper Webb, you got the title as being the hottest new rider in Supercross. You've had two championships in the 250 series, but you're not the first one to go into the 450 series and have injury bugs. Who's the first rider to maybe come to you and say, dude, don't worry about it. We know you have the skills. Just stay focused and you'll have some success here in 450s too. Yeah, there actually has. It's been cool to... to get to know obviously x racers uh in general and top ones at that but you know lately uh it's, it's really been actually both the ryan's i mean uh, ryan villapoto is now you know helping with yamaha as, a, as an ambassador for yamaha so getting to know him throughout the years and, and especially talking to him and stuff and uh and like i said even with ryan dungey kind of reaching out and you know just just giving me their advice and and stuff like that has been very helpful and, and conf, you know it gives me confidence too and like you said there was a lot of I mean I think a perfect example would be Ricky Carmichael he had a, a terrible rookie year and then you know bounced back to to really do great things so yeah I mean obviously it's it's easy to to lose confidence and and think about it but you know that's that's the attitude I have is to look forward and uh, try to be the best we can from here on out. Cooper Webb, what is your experience going from the 250s to the 450s in Supercross? The bigger bikes have to be unwound sometimes, and that's difficult on a track, a short track, a tight track like they have in Supercross. Ricky Carmichael had a lot of success. He's a good friend of the Freaks. He said it was one of the most difficult things that he had to overcome. How about you? How difficult has it been for you? Yeah, it is. I mean, it is a big jump. I mean, you're you're going from a 250cc to that 450cc, and I mean, like I said, for me, uh, I'm a smaller guy, and uh, it was a bigger transition than I thought. And you know, 
the the bike being a lot faster, a lot heavier was an adjustment, but also just the competition. I mean, going from you know racing 250 guys and um, that that you know maybe have won a championship to racing 450 riders that have all won multiple championships in the in the 250 class is just a, a lot higher level of racing. So that was that was a big adjustment, and then like I said, the motorcycle in general and and, and getting on a new team as well. I mean, that was something that, I, even though I was with Yamaha, it's, it's still a brand-new team, and me understanding, uh, you know, their role and, and getting trust and seeing how they do things was, was different as well. So, I mean, it's all that I think all rookies in general go through the same kind of kind of things. You know, it's a, it is a big learning experience. But, uh, yeah, like I said, it's we're moving forward, and, in a, in a good way, I feel like I learned a lot from last year and, and what I needed to improve on. Are you a sports fan, football, basketball, baseball, anything like that? Yeah, I'm a football guy. What about, I mean, co- I like what, about what about college football? I dabble with it. I mean, I, I, uh, I'm more NFL, but I, I like watching, especially the playoff-style yeah. games and all the, the bowl games. Well, the reason I ask that, I'm curious if you can somehow compare going from a damn good – college football team winning a championship and then moving into the national football league you mm-hmm. hear how college football players go man they are so damn fast yeah. in the national football league was it uh, was it that much oh, of a shock I think, yeah i mean it's it's honestly that's a great comparison i think the 250 class is you know like the the college uh level i mean you can go and, and be a dominant college player and and this, and then struggle in the in the nfl um, or vice versa. I mean, it, you've seen all all sides of it. So I think that's that's a very similar comparison. And, and like you said, I think it just, as you can see, I think from this year with the rookies that came into the NFL, you either do pretty well or you struggle or, you know, it might take you a season and then the next season, you know, there is no problem. So, yeah, I think that's it's pretty similar. Hey, Cooper, we've said it over the last couple of years Supercross needed to do something to create an added buzz to the series. And now with Anaheim 2 as part of the Supercross Triple Crown, is this really it? Is this exactly what the series needed to give a little bit more hype, especially for those three main events? Yeah, I do. I think you're absolutely right. I think it, it, it with everything, there's there's evolution. So I'm excited for the Triple Crown. I think um, it was it's a good refresher for us racers you know, to have something new to look forward to. And I think the racing will be very exciting. I think, uh, you know, a lot of the times we go to these races and throughout the day we qualify and um, all that. And then we go into the night show and we really only race two times with our heat race and and our main event. And I think what allows it now is, one, to to race a lot more, but race against everybody um, three times. You know, you're not just racing – half the guys in your heat and then the once in the main. So I think it'll be cool to obviously from a fan's perspective, get to see three main events from the 250 class and the 450 class. But I think for us riders, um, a lot of the times, say if you're, you're having a bad main event, you're, you instantly want to go and race again and prove yourself again. So I think it'll allow that whether you have a good one, you can keep the momentum rolling two more times or, if you do have maybe uh, some bad luck or whatever in the first one, you, you have two more times to redeem yourself. So I'm excited for it. 
Do you like this new point system for 2018? For instance, if you're sitting mid-pack or maybe further down in the top 10 in points, you still have a legitimate shot at taking the crown, unlike in years past. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I think it, it just, unfortunately, you've seen it a lot. And, and part of racing is consistency, don't get me wrong. But, you know, say if you have a, a bike malfunction or, uh, you know, in our sport, obviously there's injuries. So if you're recovering from injury or have an injury and you have bad races, I think the new point system allows you to, to still be in the championship contention. And uh, so, yeah, I think it. You know, for myself, I've had, you know, my first race, a top 10, and then the second race, I had a crash and a bike problem. So I, I, I had a 12th place, which wasn't a good race. So, but I'm still not as far back as, as I would have been. So, you know, it's nice. And I think it gives, gives us racers a lot more hope if we do have an issue. This is a sensitive subject with some riders when we ask this. And I'm going to ask you, do you wish you had maybe a week or two off in between, or maybe a week between some of these Supercross races? Uh, yeah, that is a tough one. I mean, sometimes uh, it's hard to say. I think later in the season that would be nice. But, you know, at least for me, early on in the season, I love getting back to racing. And we've had, you know, four months off since we've raced. So I really enjoy you know, I'm already excited to go racing right now again. So <laughs> I think, you know, probably after the first 10 or 12, it definitely seems to be a lot in a row. But, you know, that's that's the, our sport and uh, how it works. But it all depends. Like I said, um, if you're in the groove and everything's clicking, then you definitely don't want any off time. But uh, if, if you're not, and then once again, if you do have an injury or, or something like that, you, you kind of would like to have a little bit of more time off. There are a number of riders out there that are historians when it comes to Supercross and Motocross, and a young guy like yourself, I don't, I don't know if you are, but at the time, some of these riders still know the importance of winning an outdoor championship because that's, that's the riders' championship. At least that's what it was back in the day. Yeah. For, for you, again, you won yourself an outdoor and an indoor championship, where do those championships rank on the Cooper Webb mantle? Man, yeah, I I mean, I'm not a, a total historian, but I've grew up watching racing since, you know, 2002. And then, you know, I enjoy looking up old races or, <laughs> or meeting, you know, riders from past generations and stuff. And, you know, growing up, we all we were practiced on was motocross tracks. So to me, motocross is still you know, a really physical, demanding uh, sport. And, you know, I think it's hard to really pinpoint. I think all my championships were, were awesome and all stick out. But, um, you know, the, the last year in 2016 that I've, I won both championships was cool because I had actually broken my wrist two weeks before the finale in Vegas. So I had to race Vegas with a, a broken wrist and, was able to actually win the championship that night there. And then, you know, people had kind of written me off. Oh, he's not going to race outdoors. You know, he's hurt. He's going to get surgery and, and sit on the couch. And then to be able to go line up for the outdoors two weeks after Vegas with still uh, injured wrist and, and go out and, you know, get through the first three rounds and come back to win that championship and actually win it around early was was pretty special 
All right, here's a curveball for you. We'll end it with this. Freak Nation typically throws something. This Cooper Webb, of course, uh, two-time 250 champion, Supercross, outdoor champion, 250s. Cooper Webb joining the Freaks. Would a championship UFC fighter have an easier time winning a motocross championship, or would a motocross championship rider have an easier time winning in a UFC championship? Because uh, they're both brutal, man. People don't understand the yeah. beating that your body takes in a Supercross and motocross season. No, for sure, and I think, uh, I mean, uh, both sports are, are incredibly hard, you know, but but ultimately, you know, a lot of it in UFC, it's it's a one-time title fight type deal to where, you know, we have to, to do it every every single weekend in order to win a championship. So I'd say that's the, the big difference, but, you know, I, I would say pr- probably uh, a motorcycle racer, um when a UFC fight. Bam. There you go. I mean, no, no UFC fighter's going to show up at A2 and you start threatening your brother. <laughs> I'll blame you if that's the case. Attaboy. Uh, Freak Nation, Cooper Webb, a great follow on Twitter. Uh, has, a, uh, has a legion of fans on his Instagram as well. Cooper, thanks for doing this, buddy. Good luck to you. We'll see you out here in Phoenix. All right, man. Sounds good. We'll see you in Phoenix. Have a good one. Stat- Solid. Statman Crasher, was it Jeremy McGrath that we asked one of the maybe biggest differences between now and when he was racing and he brought up the fitness or was that Jeremy? I think Jeremy in December when we just had him on about a month ago. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Again, you look what these guys do. It Ricky is, Carmichael raised the bar. He did. And and it, it didn't stop there. Mm-mm. No. And there, there is some empirical data uh, back when they first started this thing of, you know, body fat index and so forth here in Southern California at the uh, Job Col- at the uh, the Job Curlin Clinic they studied all the athletes, football, basketball, baseball, motocross, and the motocross riders that they studied by and large had the lowest body fat and were considered to be in the best shape of all of them. Yeah, lowest so, heart rate, lowest body fat, consistent yeah. with cyclers, right? Yeah, so I think obviously they'd have to learn how to fight and grapple or do whatever is necessary <laughs> if you're going to put them in the ring with UFC. But when everybody else is tapped out just from looking and tired, the motocross guys would still be going on. God, that's amazing. It is nuts in the shape that these cats are in. And we talked about it in the interview with Webb where you've got what, 16 races? 16? 16 Supercross races? Yeah, 16 or 18, yeah. And then you've 17, got, I think it is, yeah. yeah hold on. And then you've got the outdoor season. You've got maybe a week or two, two off to go Supercross into outdoor. When we talk about the grind in, in NASCAR, granted, it's not a three-and-a-half-hour race, but these dudes are grinding for you know, their heat races, then... The yeah, hold last on a chance second. Qualifiers. So it's not a three and a half, four hour race like NASCAR is, but it is, like he alluded to, qualifying throughout the day. I mean, you're doing all these races in an entire day. You're doing four, five, six times on the track. So it's still a, it's an enormous day. It's an enormous strain on your body. Which is another interesting story in regards to Chad Reed. Here's this dude in his upper 30s yeah right and 
he's running with these young dudes. And, and Chad Reed, who wasn't – his ankle issues or foot issues, wasn't riding at 100% in the first couple of races. And <laughs> being, being a 30s – ask Jeremy McGrath about being a 30-something star and running in Supercross. How'd that work out for him? It didn't. No, you just – it ain't. It, it's it's for the young, young at body. <laughs> the young at body, not young at heart. Young at body. No, it's it's for the young at body, man. And if you get a chance, uh, whether you're listening to us on Fox Sports 910 here in Phoenix or there in Dallas, or regardless, if you're in a city where Supercross goes to, uh, sp- spend some extra cake. It's not it's not crazy money no, for a Supercross no. race. And you get everything under the sun or under the moon because it's always at night. Yeah. You get you get qualifying, you get heat races, and then you get the mains. You get a fireworks show. It is the it is arguably the greatest show in motorsports because you get everything in one night. I don't know, man. After when the world of outlaws. That's the greatest show on dirt. Well, wait, Supercross hold on is dirt. A second. So hold on a second. When I saw six freaking grave diggers in the Monster Truck World Finals. That was pretty badass. Doing <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freak Nation, coming up next hour, you don't want to miss this. Ray Evernham, three-time NASCAR champion crew chief with Jeff Gordon, and now Hall of Famer. He's got a lot of things to say about Dale Earnhardt. Uh, is Jeff Gordon the greatest driver he's ever seen? And more coming up. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 
If you're one of the millions of Americans who can't work because of a serious injury or illness, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. It doesn't matter if you've applied before and the government has said no. Let the experienced attorneys at Bill Gordon and Associates help you get the Social Security disability you deserve. Their team of attorneys have been fighting for benefits for people just like you for over 20 years. And best of all, they're There's no fee until you receive your benefits. There are many conditions that make you eligible, including some you may not even be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Bill Gordon and Associates today for your free no-obligation consultation. See if you qualify for the Social Security benefits you need and deserve. 800-443-4996. 800-443-4996. That's 800-443-4996. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. The government will not shut the Freak Nation down. At Speed Freaks on Twitter. Therefore, on Facebook. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Great first hour here on the Freak Nation. Cooper Webb, Supercross rider. Grabbed him a 10 spot last night. Anaheim 2 joined us again last hour. Ringer Vanderzandy, gentleman who's running for Wayne Taylor Racing for the Daytona 24 hour. One of the most legendous moves in all of sports cars. Look side by side for the lead into the corkscrew. It's a classic overtaking maneuver, and Ranger van der Sander has gone through. We'll highlight that interview coming up later this hour. Also coming up in about, shoot, 10 minutes or so. His name is Ray Evernham. Uh, fantastic guest in the Freak Nation. We caught up with him prior to his Hall of Fame induction this weekend. Three-time NASCAR champion. All three of those championships with Jeff Gordon. I got to ask him straight up, man. Uh, Jeff Gordon, one of the greatest American drivers ever, or one of the greatest drivers ever. We ask him that. Uh, Dale Earnhardt and the concussions issue. Does he think NASCAR is doing enough with concussions? And there was a statement that he put out there a while ago that he's just he's lost with the technology with NASCAR. Not because he, uh, he he's not up on it. Just that he doesn't he doesn't like. I'm just gonna let him talk about it. Why don't let's do that. Yeah. Let's just do the, that. The, the, yeah. You got your stat man scat coming up this hour. Ron Hornaday was inducted to the, the the NASCAR Hall of Fame. That's just stat man. Go back and think about that. And I don't want to give away your full scat, but of all the drivers that have come in the Freak Nation, has there been one in here more than Ron Hornaday with the wins that he's had? I don't. I I don't think so. There's we've had friends who have come in like Ron. Ronald C. Caps, even John Force, uh, they've been in because they're friends and they've supported the freaks from 
even before day one, but Hornaday would be up there. Plus, he always gave a good interview, and I loved it when he came into the parties. And, you know, the people that I, I, I tried to, I'm trying to stay nice with NASCAR drivers. Ron Hornaday was always nice to us, respected us, came, stayed early with the party, stayed late, and uh, was always had a good time, and the fans always loved him, and he loved them. So, yes, Ron Hornaday was special in the Freak Nation. And he's one of those, just a patent, patented NASCAR driver in that he started from his grassroots, not, not in Charlotte or anywhere on the East Coast. It was all in Southern California. Palmdale, born in, yeah. Yeah, born Saugus, and raised yeah. in Palmdale, Saugus on a – the track always seemed like like a 16th mile. It was the smallest freaking <laughs> oval in Southern California. Flat, too. Yeah. Literally, it's a parking lot right now, and they didn't grade it down to make it that. And we had a we had a legendous trip, Freak Nation. I'll share this with you. Crash, Statman, myself, and a few winners, we had a legendous trip to Bakersfield to <laughs> see <laughs> – a NASCAR truck race at Ma- Mesa Marin. Mesa Marin, and Ron Hornaday was one of those drivers there. But we <laughs> we took we took the MTV Road Rules Road <laughs> Rules Austin RV. Was it the Was it the Jeez, oh, whatever the, is the one that had pens and pencils glued as the backsplash <laughs> of the kitchen in the RV. <laughs> It was it was a bitch in RV. It really was, and it was decorated obviously just like the show had it. But we it took that one down on us. Uh, Clancy, were you a Road Rules fan at all? No. Okay, well, I don't want to ask your opinion on that then, because <laughs> that some bitch did break down, man. We lost a muffler on the way down there, up there, and we a lot of us had to we go to the bathroom. Tired, didn't we? No. No. Wait. Uh, don't. Don't. You can't say yeah. everything because the uh, mm-hmm. statute of limitations may not have run out on all of it. <laughs> oh, that was greatness. It was an interesting hookup. It had. I'm going to look that up. It had to be the Austin Road Rules RV because again, it had it, it had Longhorns on it. Yeah, it had Longhorns on the front. It wasn't Longhorns. It was like bullhorns. It wasn't Longhorns. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so that could have been Texas themed. All yeah. right, I got. You. Uh, coming up in moments, your stat man, Scat, Crash Class, Pit News and Notes, and Ray Evernham, three-time NASCAR champion, crew chief with Jeff Gordon, inducted to the Hall of Fame. We caught up with him earlier this week. He'll be joining us momentarily. But first, got to rejoin with some affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Welcoming in our affiliates for the second hour of Speed Freaks. How you doing? Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. As if I need to remind you every freaking Sunday night that it's a Sunday night. Well, damn it. Uh, me being the father of a four-year-old, every now and then I do do, I do 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 do, need to be reminded what <laughs> night it is. Yeah. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes. Coming up in moments, Ray Evernham, three-time NASCAR champion in about six minutes. Crash Class Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You log on to ContinentalTire.com or go to your nearest discount tire dealer and pick up some Continental Tires for your fine ride. Crasher? 
You heard from Cooper Webb at the end of last hour talking about Supercross's Triple Crown. Well, this Triple Crown last night, Cole Seeley, Eli Tomac, Jason Anderson, your three 450 main event winners, giving the overall win to Eli Tomac because of the highest overall points. Eli Tomac, yeah, that guy who finished last in the Supercross season opener in Anaheim just two weeks ago. The Dakar Rally finalized this weekend, yesterday actually, January 20th. Carlos Sainz, Matias Walkner, Ignacio Casali, and Edward Nikolov were all the class winners. And for overall winner Carlos Sainz, this was his second Dakar title on his resume. Kenny mentioned NASCAR Hall of Fame inductions were this weekend. We have one of the inductees, Ray Evernham, joining us in just about three minutes. So stay tuned. Dale Earnhardt Jr. making some news with NBC Sports. They've announced that, yep, he's going to go to the Super Bowl and the Olympics. Great way to get NASCAR out into, well, at least onto other eyeballs. And sticking with news of juniors, how about Al Unser Jr.? He announced just this weekend that he's going to return to the Pikes Peak Hill Climb this coming June. His first time back in almost 30 years. Danica Patrick had some news this week. She signs GoDaddy for the Danica Double. That's the Daytona 500 and the Indy 500. And then she is done with racing. Crasher talked about it. Ray Abraham, three-time NASCAR champion, inducted to the Hall of Fame this weekend. He joins us next segment. Your stat man, Scat. And highlights from Ringer Vanderzander. That's right. Zandy. That too. Vanderzander. Vanderzander. Coming up this hour. Vanderzander. This guy. Look side by side for the lead. The- yeah, that guy. Damn it. Uh, Ray Evernham. Don't want to miss it. Next. Speed Freaks Pistol Lucas Old Studios. Sports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honey mead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. 
the Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com. Dot com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Now joining the Freak Nation, his name is Ray Everham. Been a longtime member of the Freak Nation. In fact, when we went on. Gosh, Speed Vision into Speed Channel the very first time. Like 04 or 05-ish. Right? Ray Everham was one of our first guests who joined us in the studio for the radio and TV version of it. Now this dude's doing all kinds of crazy things at this point, including he's got a, what, two- or three-year-old. Now he's got a show on Velocity, and he's getting inducted to the freaking Hall of Fame in NASCAR. Ray Everham. What the hell is going on? How in the hell do you have enough time in the day to do all this madness? Oh, man. Hey, well, first of all, it's really good uh, to be on with you guys. And, and uh, Kenny and Crash, I, I appreciate the call because I have known you guys for a long time, and you've always been, uh, you've always been great supporters. So, you know, that's as sentimental as I'm going to get because now I want to blast you for the rest of the, the uh, interview here like we always do. But, yeah, man, no, it's good. It's, you know, when I, when I quit the, the NASCAR thing full-time, it opens up a lot of time to do things that you, that you want to do. You know, in retirement, just means you work as hard, you just get paid a lot less, buddy. So just be careful. <laughs> Three-time NASCAR champion with Jeff Gordon, crew chief, uh, Ray Evernham joining the Freaks. And let's get into the, the business at hand and initially – why I wanted to talk to you was this big Hall of Fame going off on Wednesday. When you got the announcement that you were going in, you were as shocked as, well, you could be, right? Yeah, I'd actually, uh, I was at Indy. I go to Indy every year. I always love the Indy cars and just didn't expect um, to hear my name uh, come this year. You know, uh, hopefully had, you know, kept fingers crossed and you really hope and pray that you get in some year. But it is, when you look at the list of names that are in and the list of the names waiting, you're thinking, God, I, I man, <laughs> I can't compete with that bunch, you know? Uh, and then uh, when they announced my name, it was, um, man, it's been a fire hose of emotion ever since. I've been trying to explain to people, everybody goes, what's it feel like? I don't know. I can't explain it to you. It's, um, you know, it, it, it's happiness. It's it, it, it's sadness. It's humility. It, it, it's, um, 
you know, it's all these things. That it's not the, the least that it is is puffing your chest out and say, "Yeah, well, I did all those things." It's a uh, it's a very humbling experience because uh, when, when you give so much and you, you you love a sport so much, all you want to be able to do is is be part of it, and then when your career is over, to, to be respected and have the people reflect back and say, you know, this guy made a difference and he deserves to, to, to be here with, with the legends of our sport. And it, um, it just floors me. As I said, I'm struggling to try and find the right words. And I've only got three more days to figure it out because I've got to give a speech on live TV Friday night and, and I have a stack of papers and tore up like you can't believe. <laughs> who was one of the first people that called you when the news came down? Of course, we're talking about many, many months ago. But who was one of the first people that called you and gave you maybe something funny? Oh, man, th- this, there's a funny story around this because when we're, we're, at, we're at Indy and, and um, it was myself and my wife, Erin, and my, my two-year-old daughter, Kate, and we, Alan Bestwick went with us. We went to go grab a beer and a burger at a little little place outside the Speedway. And I was like, look, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I just don't want, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to know. And I didn't even face the TV. I turned my back on the TV. We're sitting there having a beer and a burger. And I could tell that Erin's on, like, social media, and she's trying to hide from me. And I just, I'm just i giving her the evil eye, like, don't, don't do it. So we're, we're eating, and then all of a sudden – Aaron goes, like that. And I'm like, what? And my phone started ringing. And in an instant, I picked it up, and I was like, I picked up the the phone. She's like, answer it, answer it. And uh, it was Amber Wells from the NASCAR Hall of Fame letting me know that that, uh, I was third uh, on that list going in. And, again, it just uh, floored me. Then my phone just started blowing up all over the place. So so Alan Bestwick's sitting there with Aaron. I'm getting 52 phone calls, can't even get it fast enough, media and whatnot. And my daughter, Kate, decides it's time to take a big giant poop. <laughs> so she blows out she blows out the whole restaurant, right? So uh Aaron Aaron and his Alan Beswick, my buddy, you know, from from uh ESPN, he's there. They're changing Kate in the back of the of the Tahoe and I'm on the phone and, and people are like, what, what kind of group have we got going on here? you know? <laughs> Ray, hold on a second. Are you just having so much fun right now? I mean I'm liking what we're talking about, but just listening to you talk about whether it's Ray J or Aaron or Kate or your museum or malts or moonshine, this your time is right now, isn't it? Yeah, your your work was all good in the past and you're being enshrined in the Hall of Fame for it, but this is you right now, isn't it? It really is. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I have been so blessed to end up in this position. You know, you always want more. You, you know, we're, we're building cars and we're going to race vintage stuff. And we're going to do this. But right now, life has way more want-to-dos in it than have-to-dos. Oh. And, and, you know, sometimes I just look and think, man, what the hell? I, what did I, how do I deserve all this? And we try and, and make sure that those things go across to other people. You know, we, we've helped um, get a Ronald McDonald house built here in Charlotte. We've helped the Leukemia Society of America in Ray J's name. And we started a clubhouse for young adults with autism to help them transition into the community called Ignite. And you're going to see that Saturday night, Ron Pratt, who is just a wonderful man, donated a Ford GT that will be auctioned off at Barrett-Jackson with all those proceeds going to the Ignite Center. And that is going to allow us to open up a second facility for young adults with autism. And, and, you know, you feel like everybody's here for a reason, and I'm enjoying myself, but I also know that I've got a I've got to give back because, you know, as I said, I'm the luckiest dude on the planet, and you can't keep that all to yourself.
Ray Everham is in the Speed Freaks pits, three-time NASCAR champion with Jeff Gordon. Ray, all of us have some sort of person that we could turn to and say, I wouldn't have any success without this person's help. Who's that person for you? Not the one who gave you the most money, not Jeff Gordon who gave you the championships. Who's that one person who gave you the most help to help make Ray Everham Ray Everham? Absolutely. I can tell you the man who took me from Ray Everham short track racer to give me the tools to work with to do everything I've done. And, and, and that man is probably someone that you have not heard of, but his name is Jay Signori. And he was the man who was the general manager and part owner of the International Race of Champions. Uh, partners with Roger Penske, Les Richter, uh, Mike Phelps. My foundation and education that Jay gave me at IROC laid the foundation for everything else that I did when I went to professional racing. And Jay's footprint is so big in NASCAR for a guy that most people don't know because he laid out a lot of the organizational procedures at, Hen- at uh, Penske Racing. And then if you look at under my umbrella, I went there and took all of my IROC systems to the 24 team. And in that 24 team came several guys like Steve Letarte, Chad Knauss, Michael Landis, guys that are now up in, in major uh, leadership positions at Hendrick Motorsports. So, you know, Jay Signori has a huge footprint in, in auto racing in general, but he's the guy that, that really took me under his wing and showed me how to, how, to, how to really do the systems to build cars efficiently, how to get cars to, to finish races, and more importantly, how to, how to manage people. Ray Everham, where are you on today's technology in NASCAR? Uh, you, you know, I'm up on it by accident, but I'm not really into it. I retired for Hendrick for the, <laughs> for the second time about uh, May or June. And I just, you know, I, I'm into the vintage racing and, and cars. Now, I understand what's going on. I read a lot. But, um, you know, the world moves on. And, you know, the NASCAR racing and the way you build a car, the way you race a car, it moved into a position that I just... It just doesn't excite me. And, and, you know, sometimes the easiest thing to change is yourself. So I just said, let me pull myself out of this situation and go back to work on the cars that I, that I like working on. And, uh, you, you know, with the, air, the, the NASCAR stuff, um, to me, and I've been vocal about this, they're too aerodynamically dependent and um, not enough on the mechanical grip. And they've taken so many tools away from the drivers and crew chiefs and crew by having to write these crazy, ridiculous rules on aerodynamics that that uh, it, it's just, to me, uh, not as much fun. So I hope that they, uh, you know, like I've told them, look, you guys need to take the bodies off those cars and, and, and go on back to something like a chrome bumper, and the drivers are going to scream that they, they handle terrible, but, you know, that's what they get paid for, you know. Ray Ham, the Speed Freaks have been lucky to have some of the greatest drivers in history. Even recently, I think last week, we had Scott Pruitt. You look at Jeff Gordon. Is Jeff Gordon in that same category? Is he one of the best drivers in American history? I think uh, Jeff Gordon could go down as one of the greatest drivers in the world. Um, You know, being as close to him as I am, you know, my my opinion is probably biased, but I've also worked as I said, I've worked with the greatest drivers in the world. When I was at IROC, I've worked with Andretti's and Foyt's and Unser's and Derek Bell and Jackie Ickes and uh, Watson, Formula One guys, you know, like that. And, and as I said, our Earnhardt's and Petty's. And, um, I saw Jeff Gordon do things that, that tell me that he has a, le- a level of talent and ability that really 
is above most of the people that have ever driven a race car. And I think he proved that when he got into that Formula One car to test it, uh, Juan Pablo's car at uh, at Indy, and, and did an amazing job there. He did win the 24-hour race. And a lot of things, even though he did not run specifically the sports car uh, stuff a lot, you've got to look at back at some of the other things he did, though, with the sprint cars and the midgets and the dirts and the wings and the non-wings. And, and you start to roll that all into a uh, deal. He went over to a rally car, and uh, I, I believe he won that race of champions deal uh, over there oh, You know, and did. beat yeah. a lot of those guys. I think he did, yeah. Um, either way, he made, a, he made a good enough showing so that the world rally people were trying to get him to come rally racing. So, you know, no matter what he's sat in, um, he's been really, really good. You know, the only thing that he's not that good in is one of those little Legends cars, because I beat his ass in that one night race. <laughs> well, th- I wanted to get back into more IROC. You brought up something there, Ray Evernham. When I think IROC, I think of Dick Trickle, because some of these conversations that we had about IROC with him. And then this brings me back to, it was reported that he had, you know, CTE issues with his brain when he committed suicide, which leads me into Dale Earnhardt Jr., which we saw, this guy had major issues. He couldn't walk. He, could, he had to wear glasses. He couldn't drive. And then you hear, you know, Richard Petty saying, I probably drove more with a concussion than not. Uh, Michael Waltrip reported having 10 concussions. How do we address concussions in racing better than we're doing now? I think that one of the first big steps was the fact that somebody as big as Dale Earnhardt Jr. stepped up and said, hey, look, we got a problem. And then that starts the ball rolling with the research. Okay, how do we handle it? You know, same with football, um, with a lot of the, you know, kids coming up. You know, you know, whenever you have something that can create an impact, the organs in your body are going to move. And, and, again, the brain is certainly – one of them, and we've actually seen, believe it or not, now because of the they've done such an amazing job with the seats and the headrest and the Hans device holding the body that we're seeing more concussions, believe it or not, because the brain's still moving inside of the of the skull. They're not as severe, but they're they're getting more. They've got everything else uh, contained. So, you know, I don't know how to answer that other than to keep working it in the direction that we're going to take the energy absorption absorption. Uh, and, and make it uh, make the cars take more of it and the driver less of it and, and try and slow down that movement of your body. But concussion um, in, in any sport that where you uh, can have an impact that's going to stop your body and not your organs it is a problem. And as I said, whether that's that's football or auto racing or you know we've actually done some stuff with with, with people that have raced in speedboats and things like that. And I know you know you're heavily involved in that because I watch you. Uh, um, all the time on TV, and you right. do a good job, man. But, but you know, you look at those guys um, get almost that shaken baby syndrome when things start to get out of control, like the, the funny cars and, and whatnot. I know John Force has done uh, just a ton of work to make those cars safe, safer since Eric passed away. But uh, it, is, it is a problem. But the biggest step going forward is that one of our superstars raised his hand and said, wait a minute. I'm hurt, and here's why. And uh, that, that, that's got people looking at it. And when you look at the Earnhardt family, amazing history. And, and it was an honor to, to be able to race with Senior. It's an honor to be friends with Junior. But they'll go down not just in history or for their accomplishments on the track. They'll go down in, in, in history because of if you look at the safety, when Dale Earnhardt Sr. lost his life, it made auto racing around the world safer for everybody else because of the seats. They started to realize here, here was Superman, who we lost in a crash, 
and they figured it was time to do something about it. And I think Dale Jr. stepping up and saying the same thing about concussion will lead us down that path as well. Ray Evernham, it's my belief that Dale Jr. will have a larger impact outside the car than inside the car as a driver, maybe a better businessman, just a greater impact for NASCAR outside the car. Do you agree? You know, he made a, uh, you know, he made a pretty good impact inside the car because you look at, at what he did. Uh, you know, his numbers aren't his dad's, but whose are? <laughs> you know, uh, I do agree that I think that Dale Jr., if given the right opportunity, can really help sort out some of the issues and help NASCAR go forward. I've long said that he is the guy that if I'm sitting in the CEO or the main guy of NASCAR, I'd be trying to hire him. The problem is he's got so much damn money to need a job. <laughs> you know? But I, I think that, you know, to put him on a board or as an advisor, because he's, you know, he's got a lot of wisdom uh, about where things need to go, and his father always did too. And, and I think that the sport needs somebody to keep the business guys grounded a little bit, and Junior's got enough horsepower to be that guy. So I hope they start to listen to him. So, yes, um, and not just because I'm afraid he'll beat me to death. I, I do agree with Statman. <laughs> no? uh, Ray Everdam, I've got, well, she just turned four years old, and her name is Henley, and there's nothing better in my life other than that, well, her and the woman that gave birth to her. But I'm going to say this, constantly have a cup because she continues to find ways to kick me in the nuts and she could be 20 yards away. Her head is right there, man. I'll be in the bed and she'll come jump. She finds me. How does that happen, Ray? How does that happen, uh, dude? Uh, I don't know. I've, you know, we, we've been on, on, on the climbing and kicking thing a little bit and you hand her off to mom and say, you just hurt daddy. And she's like, what? You know, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. The other thing that I've learned is I'm from Jersey, right? So, you know, that I mean, I don't have a terrible, terrible mouth, but I'm a, I'm a freak in this or freak in that, you know, this and this. So, and my wife sends me um, a little video last night with the, like, the mad face emoji. And I turn on the video, and it's uh, my daughter, Kate, who is uh, just about two and a half, saying, it's freaking cold outside. It's freaking cold out. <laughs> So I think that was directed uh, directed to me. So I've got to uh, – I'll be uh, – I'll probably have to, as I said, invest in a cup as she gets a little older. But for right now, i definitely got to watch my mouth. Ray Evernham, we miss you, buddy. It's always great to talk to you guys, and I do appreciate uh, hearing from old friends. You guys, uh, we had a lot of fun together back when we were doing all the racing stuff. So yeah. certainly great to hear from you, and we'll get together and have some fun soon. See you. Bye. Absolutely one of the best ever in the Freak Nation, Ray Evernham. More Freaks coming up, Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Back in the early days with Speed Freaks, we concentrated a lot on the NASCAR Truck Series, and so many of those winners' calls were with Ron Hornaday, the winningest driver in Truck Series history. He won 51 races and four series championships. Ron was a man. So many NASCAR champions give lip service to their fans, but won't show up to be around their fans unless someone pays them some money. In some cases, they quoted the Freaks tens of thousands of dollars for an appearance. Hornaday, though, would come to the Speed Freaks parties, sit and talk, laugh, drink beer, pose for pictures, sign autographs, and generally do what you do at a party. Have some fun. Hornaday this week was inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Athletes and competitors can't do more than win with the equipment they're given against the people they compete against. Hornaday did all of that in spades. He helped make the series, helped make the Freaks. Glad someone else noticed. 
Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. 1989, my thoughts were short, my hair was long. Caught somewhere between a boy and man. Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios. we got a few minutes for this segment before we... Need to go during the break. But real quick stat, man. Think about that, what you said to Ray Evernham. And we put it out on Twitter in regards to Ralph Dale Earnhardt Jr., whatever his Twitter handle is, Dale Earnhardt Jr., about uh, Ray Evernham and his take on the good that Dale Earnhardt's going to do outside the car. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. likes that tweet. 
And it's something to think about, what this guy's going to be able to do as an ambassador for the sport. you still believe he's going to do more for the sport outside the car, Stat? Without without question, and evidently NBC thinks so too, they had no reason to send him to all the places they're sending him except to you know, let the world know that they're going to be showing uh, NASCAR races in uh, three or four months. <laughs> I mean, he's... He's going to be huge, mammothly huge, just for what Everham said, which is what we've been saying, is that uh, people will listen to him, and he's not afraid to speak his mind because he's not worried about going to somebody and asking for money for himself, maybe for his race teams or other things, but he, he's through asking for contracts for himself to go racing. And you think about really the impact that he's had with just race fans in general and, and how he's going to be able to, I mean, he's that, he's that crossover star, you know, when, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, you're, you're he, right. He, he is a crossover star, uh, much in the same way that John force is a crossover star, but I think there's more people that may know about Dale jr. Because of his name, Dale Earnhardt jr. Oh, yeah. Uh, then John force, I mean, I hear some of the people like uh, I like to listen to Tony Kornheiser and Kornheiser talks about Earnhardt like they're old buddies and they they have him on the air talking about the Washington Redskins, his favorite team uh, more than NASCAR. So, yeah, I mean, he has transcended the sport without question. When you have generations like my father, he would ask you, how's old Jeff Gordon doing? I mean, that, you just have those <laughs> crossover stars that for people who don't pay attention to a certain sport, there's always a, that one or two stars that people refer to. How's, how's, how's Dale Jarrett doing? Uh, I don't know if Dale Jarrett was, is as much a crossover. How's a uh, Million Dollar Bill doing? There you go. Yeah. Freak Nation, this guy... He joined us the first hour. we got some highlights. Ringer Vanderzand, one of the most legendous passes in all of motorsports, getting set for the Daytona 24-hour. Uh, he joins us next. Plus, not much motorsports here in the Freak Nation. Coming up, Lucas Hole Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honey mead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. 
Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slickmiss Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slickmiss Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slickmiss Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks? Got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This is his second time to join us with the Freaks in the Lucas Oil Studios. Ringer Vandersandy joined the Freaks. And Ringer, last time you were hanging with us, we were there with you at Monterey, uh, Mazda Raceway, Laguna Seca, and it seemed like that infamous pass on Dane Cameron still has hasn't settled in didn't hadn't settled into you that really that this thing was going to live as long as it has and now looking at what your Twitter page you still have a tweet pinned on your Twitter <laughs> page that reminding everybody that you're that dude that passed Dane Cameron there on the corkscrew <laughs> yeah is it okay yeah I have to I have to review that one then but uh, yeah for sure and it was it was a nice moment and I think. I think half an hour after that moment, I was sitting with you guys in the studio, so that was pretty cool, right? Yes, it was. Ringer Vandersandy joining the Freaks. Again, he's going to be running with Wayne Taylor Racing for 2018 for the IMSA Sports Car Championship, and again, getting set for the Daytona 24-hour. This never gets old to hear. Yeah, I'll see where we can pick them up. He's just finishing the lap. Looks side-by-side side for the lead into the corkscrew. It's a classic overtaking maneuver, and Ringer Vandersander has gone through, but it's not all over yet, as Dan Cameron tries to come back but can't make it. Down the hill, Ringer Vandersander is pulling away. Now, come on. You, listen, don't you listen to that every night before you go it's to bed? It's ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do. No, 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 no. I don't listen to that any, anymore. But I have to admit, I have to admit that there was a few few days that I looked it back over and over again. I was, like, uh, pretty thrilled about it. And, you know, the thing is with that uh, with that pass is that you, you you look back at it and you think, was that me? <laughs> but. Yeah, but it uh, it really happened, and uh, it was a good one, you know. Sometimes 
uh, you make those moves. It can also go straight into the fence, but uh, this time it worked out really fine. Ranger, it's been written many times that that was essentially what sealed your fate, what sealed the deal for Wayne Taylor to give you the phone call to say, hey, I want you as the shoe to replace my son. Is that true? Yeah, in a way. I mean, the funny thing is that was a special week. Uh, um, the whole week was special because on a Monday I got a call from uh, from Wayne or we started calling. And, um, <clears throat> you know, during the week we started talking and I, I met Jordan a few times and just to to touch base and see see if it could be an option to maybe drive together next year. And uh, um, I went to that truck. You have to be careful right there because it's uh, obviously you're you're still with the with the team and uh, a team that I really liked as well. Um, but obviously, when when an, uh, a championship winning team because they were already champion right there. Yeah. If they uh, if they call you, you have to take it serious. So I, I I went there and I started talking and then obviously after the race. When I did that move and we won that, I won that race. They were like, "Okay, maybe this is the guy to have." So um, um, for sure, it helped a little bit. Well, it's also been written. I mean, Laz Dennis, one of the greatest PR guys in all of motorsports, he's he's pretty certain that your last name. This also helps solidify the deal. Your last name, Vanderzandy, that basically translates in Dutch. It translates to Taylor, right? So you're just essentially another family member coming in to drive in Ricky Taylor's shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess so. I guess so. No, it's, um, you know, it's a, it's, it's a funny situation where obviously Ricky is uh, the son of Wayne. Uh, Jordan is the son of Wayne, but Ricky, the son, is leaving. So I have to replace a, a son, you know. How, how I'm going to do that? How the hell I'm going to do that? But um, <laughs> on the other hand, I think, um, you know, uh, they were champions. They... Uh, I met the team now a few times. They um, they are really good in um, in getting everything sorted to 100% uh, score only. That's what their what their goal is. So, for example, uh, during the road test, our uh, pit stop practice wasn't great enough. Um, I thought it was pretty good, but um, they obviously didn't. So they let me go for two days of driver change practice uh, back in the workshop uh, during this week to to make it sure it's perfect. So those kind of Dude. indications can make it um, can, can can show why uh, why they win championships and why they go for the 100 percent. But you know, being a being a Van der Zandt or a Taylor, I think it doesn't matter. <laughs> we need to win the the biggest trophy. That's the goal. Ringer Van der Zandt is in the Speed Freaks pits. Be racing with Wayne Taylor Racing this year in the IMSA, starting at the Rolex 24 next weekend ringer you've raced all over the world and there was a time when american sports car racing wasn't taken too seriously but i understand that's changed radically now people want to come here are the fields as deep as they are in some of the international races that you run in i mean it's uh, it's clear that right now this is the biggest championship in sports car racing i mean the wc is a world championship FIA world championship you know that's the word says it, you know, it's a world championship and it's fantastic to be in that. Um, the thing is in IMSA now is that the P2 cars, uh, the Cadillac that we are, the Cadillac DPI car, uh, the prototypes, that's a, that's a car that we run in um, for overall victories. And I think that's the biggest change that we have to, for example, in the in the WEC where, uh, where it's also big and it's uh, manufacturers involved. But we have, we have a lot of manufacturers involved. I'm very happy to, to drive for Cadillac. And I think it's um, it's one of the manufacturers that is American, you know. So for a European driver to come over and drive for an American brand like that is uh, is something special. Um, and then you know, uh, I think right now that all the manufacturers getting involved, all the drivers who are calling the American teams now to uh, to, but also the European teams who are joining this championship right now, 
that just shows the interest and the and the, the right path that IMSA has uh, has has chosen in uh, in the last few years. The sports car has not been on such a high level uh, as it is now. I think the amount of cars that you will see in Daytona is just incredible, uh, and that's just the prototype class. Uh, if you look at the GT class, it's the same thing. So right now it's booming, and I I feel right now in my career that I'm on the first time in my career that I feel on the right place at the right moment. You know, you have to you have to have some sort of that moment. And I think being in America for the last few years helps a lot to be in the right place right now with uh, with uh, Connie Kamenolta and uh, Wayne Taylor. That's a lot to say, Ringer, <laughs> especially with the factory cars, the LMP1s, the big things that suck the asphalt off the ground. Are they, uh, do we miss those? Do we need to have those to give even more validity to American racing? Yeah, I think you're right. You're right saying that. I mean, the LMP1 cars, it's incredible to drive, incredible technique also that goes into road cars for sure. But uh, I think altogether it got a little bit too complicated. It's The budget has raised a little bit too much. So I think right now that um, people are pulling out of that championship, it just uh, makes our championship even more attractive to jump onto. So I think right now, um, uh, I mean, I don't want to talk bad about the WC. It's a, it's a great championship. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think that the timing for IMSA right now being with the cars that we run and cost-effective, I would say, is the right place to be at. So um, that's really cool to, uh, that I can be part of that as well at the right time. Let me sneak one more in here, Ringer van der Zandy. I've heard it said that American drivers might be a little more aggressive than some of the drivers in the WEC, for example that they'll use the chrome horn to bump you off the track if necessary. <laughs> uh, is that is that kind of thing what you welcome, or do you see that in American racing? I like the chrome horn. What did you say, a chrome horn? <laughs> the, the chrome, cool. use, use the bumper to knock them off the track instead of a horn. <laughs> yeah. Just bump them off with the bumper, yeah. Yeah, the only chrome we have on the car is our stickers, but no, for sure, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a it's a very aggressive championship, and I think one of the, the the main reasons for being so aggressive is the fact that we have so many safety car safety car restarts. Every restart we go into is like a start of of a race. People go crazy for it, you know. So you're uh, you're going in a 24 hour race, and and the hour the, the second hour you have a restart, and people race like like it's the last bit of the race. So I think you don't see that in other championships because there it's more like a one big time trial and getting to the finish. So that makes the American racing very, very funny, and it's it's more aggressive because of that. Because everybody gets into that dogs fight on track every time there's a restart, and I love it. <laughs> Come on, Ringer, I got to hear it one more time. Look side by side for the lead into the corkscrew. It's a classic overtaking maneuver, and Ringer van der Sande has gone through, but it's not all over yet. Okay, so we have collectively, <laughs> let's say, some of the baddest freaking pilots, drivers on the planet. Now, how do we convince people to come out and put their asses in the seats to see this sports car racing? That's been a big issue with sports cars for so long now. You get outside the Daytona 24, you may have 10,000, 15,000 people show up for a sports car race. How can we get you know, 60,000, 75,000 people to show up a week in and week out to see this damn racing? I mean, I think I think it's uh, it might be already a little bit changing right now. I mean, uh, Fernando Alonso. Uh, I don't know if you, know, you heard that name before, but <laughs> no, no idea. Formula One. He's coming. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming to our racing. You know, I mean, it's uh, Paul Di Resta, ex Formula One. Uh, uh, who are else there? Like Formula One drivers. 
coming in. Uh, IndyCar drivers like uh, Castor Navis, Montoya, um, everybody is driving right now in, in, in that championship. So I think I think it will be a little bit booming already. Um, and I think um, I think you're right. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's not been great maybe in the, with that, but I think the racing on TV has been followed quite nicely. And I think I think it will only get more interesting right now with so many cars on track and so many big names in the car. So uh, I um, I won't be surprised if it's uh, double the figure that you just said in uh, in the first race in Daytona early uh, early um, next week. Ringer, you're of course a Dutch driver, and we know your affinity, I'm sure, for Formula One, but Will you get a bigger Jones or bigger kick out of kicking the ass out of NASCAR drivers who are, you know, worshipped as much here in the States as Formula One drivers are in Europe, kicking uh, 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 kicking Fernando Alonso's ass or a NASCAR driver for the Daytona 24-hour coming up next weekend? Well, you know, I think if I can make a nice pass on Fernando Alonso, I'll go for that one. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there it is. And that's going to be the new call. That's going to be how you replace your world-famous pass at the Corkscrew at Laguna Seca last September is you pass Fernando Alonso just going in far deeper than he does in the bus stop and just kicking his ass. Okay, so the bus stop it is, right? Bus stop it is. (laughs) Let's do it then. (laughs) Hey, man, we'll see you here in in, in, in a week or so in Daytona, buddy. Sounds very good. Sounds very good. I'll be uh, I'll be there to to see you guys and have fun with the with the rest of the of the show. Got All it. right. Thanks, Ringer. All right. Thank you guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Not, not, not much motorsport. Not much motorsport. Helio or Helio. Not not not. Well, not only much, that. Much much. Thank you. I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsport. <laughs> the freaks. Not much motorsports. Not much motorsports brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. You log on to lucasoil.com to find the righteous lube for your righteous ride. You betcha. Lucasoil.com. You know, if you're ever trapped in a freezer stat, man, just use your meat to beat your way out. <laughs> yeah, hey. let's go. Let's get the next sentence in that paragraph as soon as you can. <laughs> hey, a butcher trapped in a freezer uses sausage to bash his way out. British butcher, this dude was locked in a freezer, says he was saved by a frozen sausage that he used as a battering ram. (laughs) Chris McCabe says he became trapped in the walk-in freezer at a shop in southwest England uh, when the wind blew his damn door shut. Safety button to open the door had frozen. McCabe said he tried unsuccessfully to kick the button and to kick the button free before picking up a three and a half pound black pudding sausage. Ooh, yeah. What? Yeah, a form of blood sausage. My least favorite blood. sausage. Blood. Blood. McCabe told the website. You've actually eaten blood sausage, Kenny? Oh, Come the on. story's hilarious. Yeah, it's greatness, man. I was in Germany. I didn't know what the hell I was eating. It tasted damn good. And I asked, asked the server what the hell it was. It says it's blut. What do you mean, <laughs> blut? And finally, you know, a minute later, oh, blood sausage. <laughs> uh, so that's why you and uh, Michael, not Michael, but uh, what's his brother's name, Schumacher, yeah. never got along so well. He probably loved it. You didn't like it. And uh, mm-hmm. the, there there was enemies for life. Yeah, old Ralph Schumacher. Ralph, yeah. Likes, likes his blood sausage. 
<laughs> well, I'm not going there. Uh, Crasher, you got one before we get the hell out of here? I have a four-year-old right on me. Got it. But yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about the drunk driver getting arrested. <laughs> After mistaking a, mistaking a bank drive through for Taco Bell. So, yeah, an intoxicated Florida driver, huh, those exist, looking for a bite to eat, ended up with a DUI after driving through a bank teller, hoping it was Taco Bell. This is a Bank of America, and the manager actually called, reporting an intoxicated man passed out behind the wheel, <laughs> and he was blocking access to that bank's ATM. The caller said after repeated attempts to rouse this Tampa man, the driver finally woke up and then tried to order a burrito. That's awesome. <laughs> Why do these people always happen in Florida and the outback in the UK? It does kind of seem like that, doesn't it? Well, Florida, Wisconsin's usually thrown in there, too. No, not like Florida. <laughs> Florida is, is just huge with stories like this. Well, again... You have a three-and-a-half-pound sausage, whip your way out of the frozen freezer. Or you get drunk on a three-and-a-half-pound growler and wake up thinking you're ordering a damn taco at an ATM machine. It's awesome. So you always have Florida Man Sundays, and uh, we could have, uh, what, uh, English English Man Sunday nights? Yeah, there you go. Crasher, I'm afraid to ask this. Oh, no. But have you ever woken up from a night in your car and not realized where you were? Yeah. I was in the middle of a forest. Well, I, I, I know that story, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Horrible, horrible <laughs> drinking and driving story from my immediate post-college days that I am very lucky to be alive. Absolutely lucky to be alive. And, yeah, a friend of mine from high school ended up being the sheriff in my hometown and I wake up to him knocking on my window going uh your mirrors are both missing you know you're lucky to be alive and I'm like oh hi you got a taco <laughs> yeah or any money from an ATM <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got a frozen sausage man beat my way out of this car <laughs> yeah oh, uh, boy. oh boy. Paul thank you Triple F thank you Clancy thank you very much Crasher I'm Kenny Sargent, and he's Statman. Shoot the juice to the She's moose. She's uh, We'll talk to you again next Sunday night from Daytona 24-hour. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook for gnarly exclusives. Shoot the juice to the moose. Statman, cut it loose. What, huh? Go, Stat. Cut go, it go, loose. Go. Later. <laughs> Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.